Bunny Roadrunner Show will return after In the News and these messages. Next, another interesting story that's in the news. <laughs> that's the open to this hour, huh? Welcome back, everyone. Thursday, February 9, hour 3. Toby and TJ with you. We are brought to you every day by River Wind. It is time to read the news, Teach. So uh, settle in. By the way, do you know what today is? February 9. Do you know February what the significance nine. of today is? What is that? Is? What is that? National Pizza Day. Oh, the Mario. Will you be celebrating, participating in National Pizza Day today? That is not on the agenda, no. Not for dinner. Oh, tonight. you already made dinner plans tonight, huh? Oh, I have my uh, whole week mapped out as soon as I go to the grocery store on Sundays. I know what, what I'm is, What is tonight? Uh, homemade chicken nuggets is what will be uh, in the air fryer tonight. Explain. I will dice up uh, some chicken and buy, use my own breading. tenders or some the tenders, or chicken yeah. breast? Dice up my tenders. Cut them up into my uh, nugget-sized pieces, and then I'll use my Italian breadcrumbs and um, put them in the air fryer, and we'll have delicious homemade chicken nuggets. You know, they sell chicken nuggets pre-made. I know. I know. Okay. I know. All right. Is it healthier this way, I assume? Uh, probably not, but in our minds it is. But Bronx requested homemade chicken nuggets this week, so I'm the what I'm doing tonight. What about dipping sauces for this? Are there any dipping sauces for this? Um, I like them well enough without anything, so oh I will. But the God. the family will chicken usually go nuggets. You I might don't dip I might go. I've got. Anything? I might go spicy Whataburger ketchup. I have some of okay. that, so sometimes I go that. But ketchup. There are some Chick Fil A sauces around the house if they would like that, or uh, a couple no barbecue, of other things. Barbecue sauce if they would mustard, like. Sure. Ranch. None of that stuff. Yeah. It, you it, don't it, set up a smorgasbord of dip. No, it, people just grab what they want. But uh, yeah, my son or wife usually will grab something. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, good enough. National Pizza Day, if anybody out there wants to participate. Uh, NBA trades, we talked about this early in the show. Some big ones out there. Kevin Durant has Sorry, been Bronx. traded to the Phoenix Suns uh, in exchange for Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four first-round draft picks, 2023, 25, 27, and 29. So the Nets, in just a few days, have unloaded Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, they are rebuilding in Brooklyn. Dude, that did not work. Did not work at all, no. They got Ben Simmons left, so <laughs> enjoy, enjoy that. Russell Westbrook also on the move. The Lakers have traded Russ to Utah. Three-team trade. Back L.A.'s way is D'Angelo Russell. Is this going to help, Teed, you think, the Lakers get to the playoffs? Yes, I think so. We'll see. Um, D'Angelo they're in Russell better, they're, upgrade from Russell Westbrook. It's an upgrade, so they're in a better spot to make a run at one of those final spots than if they had Russ Westbrook, I think. I'm not saying they'll make that move. They'll make that jump and get ahead. Who are they behind here? We can pull up the standings real quick. Uh, the Western Conference. Uh, they are behind uh, the Thunder by ha- uh, a game and a half, the Jazz by a game and a half, and then the last spot belongs to Portland. They're two back of Portland. Um, they've got a better opportunity than they had. I don't know that they'll reach one of those ninth or tenth spots, but they've got a better chance. Trade deadline this afternoon, so expect more news. I would follow TJ Adrian Wojnarowski. He's got good contacts. 
Make him one of your 100. That would be my advice. He got uh, one up on the KD thing last night. I don't remember who really? broke that. Somebody scooped and, him? Yeah, somebody scooped him, and then I saw him retweet it, and he said, whoa. Then I said, whoa. Whoa is how did that? you not know? How about that? <laughs> uh, Dateline Chicago, a nine-year-old Chicago boy has broken the Guinness World Record when he dribbled a basketball for one hour, 20 minutes, and one second blindfolded how long one hour 20 minutes and one second i could do that get out of is that a kid world record or an adult just a world record in general blindfolded uh stand by henry speedwell a student at mount greenwood elementary school put on a blindfold in the school's gymnasium and dribbled a basketball for that amount of time in tribute to his grandfather who died at age 74 last oh, year after a bout of cancer. He raised $2,800 for cancer research. The nine-year-old broke the previous record of one hour, six minutes, and 38 seconds set by a man in Spain. So I guess it's a human record. Now, do you so, have to be moving or can you be standing still? Because I could do that if you could stand still. Here's the problem, I would think, is if it's if you're blindfolded, and it's a legit blindfold, where it's complete darkness. Sure. I would think you would get a little, your senses get a little discombobulated after a while, you know? I mean, the ball's just, it, I'm assuming this means there was no break in the dribbling. Correct. As soon as it bobbles away from you, you're done. Not that you pick it up and keep dribbling. It's This isn't an endurance thing. It's the ability to dribble blindfolded. So, I don't know, that might be pretty tough. I think I could do that. If I put you in a dark room, completely pitch black, and told you to just dribble, you don't think you'd lose control of the ball? In an hour? I don't think so. That doesn't seem that hard is what I'm saying. That surprises me that it, the record wasn't longer, mm-hmm. especially if I, like, practice for it. Just do some dark dribbling practice? Yeah. I would think that that would go, be like several go on hours. Your walks at night and uh, practice dribbling in the dark. One thing is you've got to build the endurance up in your arms. I mean, that would be the Don't thing is that your arm yeah. locks up on you. You you would have to trade. You'd have to go from right hand to left hand at some point and back and forth. And so that would be a scary moment, you know. Right. I mean, I believe I could defeat a giraffe. So we've all got dreams. <laughs> right. The Super Bowl, TJ, is coming on Sunday. 30-second ads this year, $7 million. <laughs> Sorry. Just uh, got a great text in. That Anna Darko head coach is interested in the nine-year-old playing for him someday. <laughs> Jeez. That's pretty good. That guy's under siege. How much? $7 million for a 30-second? 30 30-second 30 ad. Cryptocurrency companies were all the rage last year. They are absent this year. <laughs> They're all out of business this year. That's right. Um, hey, that one ad they ran last year, though, I've still got my Bitcoin that they offered the 10 bucks worth of free Bitcoin. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've still got that. What's what's our uh, Dogecoin at today? How much are we up uh, on it's Dogecoin? Only, uh, yeah, last I looked, it was like $0.08 cents or something. We're still okay. down. What did we get into it for? Uh, yeah, you raised my price level way up to like $0.32 cents or something. You were, you drove me over the cliff on this thing, Teach. <laughs> yeah, eight cents is what it's at today. That's why I'm having to try to find money when I take walks because 
I lost my life savings to TJ in the Doja Coin investment. Here's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, yeah. Um, ads this year will be from automakers, booze vendors, and tech companies. Celebrity cameos coming in this year's Super Bowl commercials from Tony Romo, Adam Driver, Kevin Garnett, Serena Williams, and Will Ferrell. I've purposely I, tried to avoid all of them yeah, this year. I've just, seen them pop up, and I've tried to avoid them. There's been a teaser commercial by uh, one together with Ben Stiller and Steve Martin that are hilarious, but I've avoided the actual commercial. I've watched the teasers, though, and they're they're funny. They're insulting each other and kind of going back and forth. And So I think that's for Pepsi, I believe. What are your Super Bowl plans? Is it just your family? I've already got the uh, wings ordered and my pickup time set, so those are ordered, and we'll have some other goodies to put around it. Why are you ordering wings and not making your own wings in your air fryer? Um, I don't know. This is the third year in a row we've uh, ordered uh, wings and done that, so hopefully I'm not stuck at the location again for over an hour and a half like I was last year. I set my time a little earlier for pickups, so we'll see. Okay. And is it just you guys, or are you mm-hmm. having a party? No, just the three of us. Partying with just the three of us. Wings? What else is on the menu? I'm sure we'll have some chips and dips. and What kind of dips? Uh, maybe some, like... Um... Speak slowly, please. <laughs> <laughs> Probably go with some French onion dip. and then... oh, man, It makes your breath smell bad. I mean, it's good, of, but go ahead. Can of bean dip. And maybe some queso. I don't know. Maybe we'll get the oh, queso good... going in the co- crock pot. A- Three dips for three people. I like your ratio. Bronx, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to talk about wings? He got mad that I said he requested homemade chicken nuggets. Tell me to stop talking about chicken nuggets. <laughs> I've had a, a buffalo chicken dip recipe from the fam, and uh, I don't know how I can get away with not making some queso on the uh, flat top right, as well. Right. So We shall see. I don't know exactly what we're having yet. Um, anyway, that's the Super Bowl. It's coming up Sunday. And finally, TJ, how about this uh, bust? We've had a cocaine bust in the ocean off the New Zealand coast. Authorities in New Zealand announced Wednesday they had intercepted three and a half tons of cocaine afloat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. All right, Teach, just to remind you. Great. One cocaine fish and bears are uh, sharks coming up with a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine shark. One ton is 2,000 pounds. Okay, so we're talking about 7,000 pounds of cocaine. Someone did not make it home for dinner. Yeah, somebody's losing their job. Yeah, someone's (laughs) losing their job and a lot more. (laughs) And a finger and an arm and a life. (laughs) Quote, quote, there is no doubt this discovery lands a major financial blow from the South American producers through to the distributors of this product. End quote. That's New Zealand Police Commissioner Andrew Coster. Quote, this is one of the single biggest seizures of illegal drugs by authorities in this country. No arrests have been made. The value is estimated to be over $315 million. I hope Boston George wasn't involved with this. The drugs were left by smugglers at a floating drop point. The large size of the shipment split into 81 bales, suggested to officials it was headed to Australia. A Royal New Zealand Navy ship hauled the seized narcotics on a six-day trip to New Zealand 
where the drugs will be destroyed. Either that or they'll use them all and make a documentary about it someday. <laughs> How about that? Wow. What is that floating out there? What is that? Is that is that a Chinese that spy balloon? <laughs> Downed Chinese spy balloon? Uh, you know what? That's not. That's $315 million worth of cocaine is what that is. Um, you know, I can you imagine the Man, reaction, Teach? I might start a the small reaction? business with that. Holy cow. And that's the news for this Thursday, February the 9th. We'll take a break. 405-651-3439. If you would like to text the show today, we'll be back. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. <laughs> there would be an odor. The T-Row in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. RK Black brings you the 8 a.m. hour of the T-Row in the morning show right here on The Ref. They also provide you with office technology solutions for your small and medium-sized business right here in Oklahoma or in Kansas. I used their copier in our office just the other day for something. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Making copies. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Anger outbursts can release dopamine in the brain where people become addicted to anger. That's why people watch political shows that they totally disagree with. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I don't think I'm addicted does to it, anger, you loser. Does it make you feel better when you lash out? Depends on what I'm lashing out about. What about a, about a game at your team? It makes OU me football, feel better Dallas, if Cowboys, they do whatever. their job <laughs> and don't allow a 60-yard bomb late just in the game. Just win to, them to, all. Yeah, just win. It's not that hard. Makes me angry that they just uh, don't win the game. Yeah. Come on, you play in the Big 12. You shouldn't be losing football games. I mean, let's get real here. Right. TCU, please. Come on. Uh, is Toby the coach that brings juice boxes and little Debbies? Uh, after each game, win or lose, just giving you a hard time, T-Row, but yeah. you do. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we've talked about this forever. Uh, I don't know what age you're talking about, but, um, I mean, you would be interested to know that all uh, college and professional teams uh, eat something and drink something after they play, TJ, to replenish. So the fact that um, you – starve your children and prevent them from eating after a sporting Who's event starving is... their child you you won't I take not... your kid to get an ice cream uh, cone i uh, doesn't mean he doesn't eat after the game he goes home and has some ice cream or whatever well you kept that information from me i, didn't I did know. not keep that information from you we've had this argument you jerk face no i come uh, on i am definitely the guy who if i was coaching a little kid's team and i have uh coached my kids soccer team and basketball teams in the past I would definitely uh, bring him snacks. Sure. Yeah. That's part of the fun of sports, man. It's part of the fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun to yell sometimes. I don't know. A lot of people don't act like they're having any fun. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think there are some people that that is their fun. That's their release. 
Now, some take it way too seriously. Fun? That's the, the word? The guys Fun? that punched their uh, television after a uh, Dallas Cowboys right. game is a little much, and some of that has become fake, like this will get me a lot of hits on social media. I'm getting rid of this TV anyway. Let's punch it after the game, and I'll act very angry. But... Right. Yeah. Some of the... Joining with their buddies after a game and just griping about the game is mm-hmm. fun to them. I get that to some extent. Yeah. I mean, I get together with friends and do whatever. Remember, I've got a date with my Leeds friends on uh, Sunday. <laughs> and I'm if you guys lose, you guys will all sit there and complain and gripe. See, I only know one of the guys that we're getting together with, and he's definitely like me. But I don't know. The other ones might be. the other, One of them is from England, so he's probably a, a complainer. So... If you're surprised and the guy isn't like you and suddenly they're both yelling and ranting and yelling during the game, will you get up and leave? No, of course not. I'm not rude. I'll just talk about him on the radio the next day. <laughs> uh, Sooner fan in Arkansas here. Nothing. The, re- the reason nobody wants to socialize with me is because they know I'm going to turn it into a radio, the radio the next day. So, so do you, you probably get this too. I get it all the time. Uh, someone will say something to me or something crazy will happen or whatever, and they'll say, you going to talk about that on the radio on Monday? Yeah. Be like, yeah, probably so. Yeah, you've got to say <laughs> this is off the record before you say it for it to be off the record. That's right. <laughs> I get the opposite, too. I get, I get from time to time people who tell me something who want me then to talk about it. Oh, sure. Radio. Yeah, they'll, they'll slip you something about a coach. Like they want a coach. I got one change. of those yesterday. Uh, somebody was texting me about something. And they're like, by the way, it's free. you're free to share this on the radio if you want. Mm, no, I don't want to. Thank you, though. I'll never forget my favorite one. Um, I was upstairs at Louie's on the west side of Norman here, and this guy came up to me, and he's asking, and I don't know how we got into the conversation. He goes, oh, you work at the uh, station across town? And I said, yeah. And he goes, he goes, um, you should tell Toby Rowland he's terrible. Do you know who he is? Do you work with him much? <laughs> and I said, yeah, like every morning from 6 to 9. Oh, Seriously? Like, if you think he's so terrible, why wouldn't you know that I'm on the show with him? <laughs> well, now you've hurt my feelings, TJ. Who is this guy? <laughs> I don't know who he was. This was years ago. You have ago. an email address or anything ago, I but reach I, out I still to laugh him? about that to this day. I remember exactly oh. where I was standing. He was like, do you know that guy? Tell him he's terrible. Somebody shared with me a tweet the other day. It was a tweet to my name, not my Twitter address. So I wouldn't have come across it on my own. Right, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yes, uh-huh. they had written Toby Roland on there and not tagged me, so it wouldn't show up in my timeline. I wouldn't have seen this, okay? But the person shared, "Look at this," and it said, "Like I think I'm paraphrasing, I like Toby Roland as a play-by-play guy, but his morning show is boring, or something like that." It was a, it was a, they were dogging on our show in the morning, and I was like, "Well." Why would you show me that? Why? <laughs> What's the good of me knowing that exists out there? <laughs> I would never have come across that. But now I know somebody out there thinks my, my morning show is terrible. That's why before social media, I had to learn to avoid the message boards. Because I would see something like that and I would be Do like... Do you avoid the message boards? I haven't been on a message board. Yeah, probably. Okay, since... can you do that to Twitter? 
No, because I need the information that Twitter provides. The message board didn't provide me with it. Provided me with anger that we're talking about now. Angry you fans get wanting guys Twitter fired. Or, down to just the information. You got to get it down to that. It's so hard because now you have the two columns too. Now they've got the for you thing. Ignore that the left column. Oh, it's hard because I accidentally swipe over to it and I don't even realize I'm in it. And I'm like, why am I seeing some of the stuff I'm seeing? I know. Which some of it isn't appropriate, by the way. I unfollowed this person. Why am I seeing tweets from this person? Yes, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why was that just on my timeline? And I look and I was like, oh, oh that's the for you. Why, am it, why is it suggesting video game, uh, half-naked girls playing video games to me? Uh, probably because it hears what you talk about <laughs> through your little phone speaker. I don't think that's it. It has something to do with my Man, son and I video, wish I games, play more video games. But it's like, hey, Netflix and chill. Like, no! I don't follow you. Drake's got a great idea. Ref hosts reading mean tweets needs to happen, he says. You know the Jimmy Kimmel bit? Yeah. That's fun. That would it, be a fun. It idea. is fun, but isn't that kind of what we do on the message or the uh, text line when I uh, come across a text that uh, TJ's a moron and an idiot and uh, insults yeah, my son? We do I mean, do it's pretty much the same anyway. thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's called it's called reading the text line. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, Sooner fan in Arkansas here. Nothing is worse than Arkansas fans the day after we play badly. Doesn't matter the sport. I think that I completely agree with you. It is a release for people who are angry. They yell. They get it out. It makes them feel better. But if your personality is the opposite side of that, opposite side of that as mine is, it takes a lot of joy, a lot of the joy out of why you love sports. I don't, I, you know, it, when you've got to constantly be hearing from people who are just constantly complaining, like, ah, this makes, it's not even fun anymore to, I just want to watch my team and cheer for my team. And we got people in the crowd that are complaining. We got people in, my, you know, wherever, sports radio, social media, whatever the case may be, just shut up. Quit complaining about everything all the time and root for your team. You're making sports not fun. So that's where it's I a direct that's shot at I you, Yardbirds. Calm down. Well, yeah, I mean, some of that, yeah. I love going to an OU baseball game. I love everything about OU baseball. But there are some times where I'm like, God, they're sucking all the joy out of this. Just... <laughs> Just cheer for him and not quit complaining about every pitching change and every pinch hitter and every decision that's made. Should we steal or should we not steal? What? Just Why is your first baseman a shortstop, Pete? Just enjoy the game. We're here to have fun and enjoy the game. And there, are, You know there are a lot of people sitting in the crowd that are just like, shut up. <laughs> come on, Turners. Let's go. Come on, Turners. Uh, T-Row is the best. This coming from a poor loser. Yes. <laughs> What's with all the angst this morning? Did Leeds uh, get a draw? Or Leeds got the draws. What is Very that? happy yeah. with Leeds' draw yesterday. Yeah. But we, we were up 2-0, but Man U had won 13 straight home games. So to get a point from them with no manager, uh, very happy uh, with the result yesterday. No, I was reflecting on the fact that Jesse Marsh got fired. The, the thing that started this whole conversation is my manager at Leeds, who is an American, got fired. And 
one of the things that they hated about him was how positive he always was. It drove the English fans crazy. He's way too positive. He's, he's, he's way too full of sunshine. Just admit we're terrible. That's what they wanted. That, that's a, a direct quote, by the way, from uh, one of the podcasts I listened to. If he would have just admitted we're terrible, I think we could have put up with him longer. <laughs> think about that quote. A head coach coming out saying, all right, I admit we're terrible. <laughs> all right, great. Thank you. Thank you. That's all we wanted. We'll keep you around a little longer. Uh, so that's what started this whole thing is because I think I'm a lot like Jesse Marsh. I think that I irritate people by being too optimistic, sunshine pump, or whatever you want to say all the time, and I don't want to irritate people. So that's the, what started this whole conversation. Turkey bacon, you mentioned air fryers, and passing, I'm passing along some feedback. Make sure your model doesn't have Teflon slash PFAS coating. It is very bad for you and your family. Huh. I don't know. How if do it you feel about not. someone trying to tell you how to use an air fryer? TJ? I don't know if I agree with that or not, or I don't even know if mine's coated in that. Isn't most aren't most cooking like pots and pans with Teflon? No idea. Huh. But that's good information, TJ. Why don't you go home and I'll check? I'll go home and check. Make sure if it will. You, you got it multiple out. air fryers, so this is going to take I, a while. I, I do have you to, to check two, all of your air fryers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, last one here. Uh, how many bombs do the ladies hit in both games tonight? I'll oh, say five, says Gunny. Over under, okay, let's say over under five combined home runs in the two games tonight, Teach. I will say over. Yeah, I'll take over in the first inning. <laughs> right. <laughs> first inning. <laughs> Was it last year they hit like 12 home runs in the opener or something like, like that? Something like that. 13, 12, 13, it seemed like. Five. Get out of here with your five. What are we batting? Are we all batting one-handed from the wrong side? <laughs> Five. Come on. <laughs> Opening night tonight for the OU softball team. Six o'clock against Duke. Duke. Nine o'clock against Duke Liberty. Duke. Chris Plank on the call, but uh, not on this network, right? We don't carry softball, do we? Uh, no, it's not on the network yet. I always yet. get confused because we do a softball podcast here, but we don't carry the games. Gotcha. Break. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. want to let you know about uh, something coming up. Uh, there is a Sooners Helping Sooners luncheon that uh, will feature Skip Johnson on uh, February 27th, so 18 days from now. February 27th, it's a luncheon, and it will be at the uh, Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club. Um, I will be emceeing that luncheon, and uh, it is open to the public. Uh, it's a fundraiser for Sooners Helping Sooners. They have extra seats available. Individual seats are $200 if you would like to come uh, be a part of the day. And uh, let me see if I can tell you how you could do so. It would be nice if I had a website or something that people could go to. Here we go. SoonersHelpingSooners.com if you would like to attend. Here we go, TJ. Eight days to baseball season. 
That's correct. Dot B just called me that last commercial break, and you are correct on your countdown. Eight days. Which, by the way, we had several more. Uh, we need Skip uh, text this morning. Um, Skip will obviously start coming on uh, as long as and with the regular Maybe rotation of the other coaches again tomorrow. Or, you can or try, get but somebody I was, tomorrow. I was going to mention, yeah, he was just on Friday. If you guys missed him and mm-hmm. uh, talked a lot about the new guys and everything, and that's on our podcast, so you can catch it there on the KRF podcast page. So, um, all right, I'll reach out and see if we can get somebody tomorrow. And then starting next week, we'll have somebody on every Friday, Skip or otherwise. Um, how about the I, just the fact that people are are uh, there's a demand for OU baseball yeah, how about content that? That's good. makes my heart happy. It's good. It's good. It's a good thing. I am a, I am um, in advance already feeling some nervousness about next Friday because the openers at three o'clock next Friday, and we will be traveling to Austin next Friday. And obviously, I don't have an itinerary. I won't have it until probably next Thursday. But I just have this dread that we're going to be in the air from 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock or whatever the case may be. I'm going to miss the opener. So I was like, well, if I drove, then I could listen to the whole thing and I wouldn't miss any of it. But then I got to get back after the game, and that would be a pain. Porter, if you're listening, uh, please have your flight around 10 a.m. on Friday, so that Toby can uh, arrive. It doesn't have and land. to be that early. If we could just be in Austin by three, okay. Well, two thirty. I'd two. like to listen to the pregame show sure. too. Okay, a noon. We could be in Austin time, by one. Yeah. Twelve thirty. How about that? That should get us. The there guy doesn't ask for much, Porter. Come on. I don't ask for much, Porter. If you could just rearrange all of your practice, please, so that I could listen to OU baseball, that'd be fantastic. Or wa- watch it. I guess it'll be on ESPN Plus too. Taylor Maples, by the way, will call the first two games, and then I uh, I get the Sunday game of that Cal Baptist series. And Monday they play. Uh, is it? It's they play Air Force on Monday. Monday, right? yeah. I mean, Although I saw the, the forecast for Monday, and that might be – I think there's like a 60 70 What's the forecast chance. for the whole weekend? I think they're all right for the weekend. It was Monday. I think there's a 60% chance and some weather coming in, so – which could yeah, change. We're a week, I mean, we're, we're a still, week and a half we're, away. We're so. ways out. That could change, obviously, yeah. But right now I think the weekend's good. It's going to be cool and chilly, but I think it's weather-wise it'll be okay. It'll be interesting to see how he stacks the rotation for that because that's – in other words, it's a four-game series – Four, they'll play four straight days. First three games against Cal Baptist and the last one against Air Force. And Air Force, clearly the toughest game in that stretch, one would think. Air Force was good last year. Uh, we played them here, got a test. Air Force went down to Texas and won. They made the NCAA tournament, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they did. I'm positive they did. Remember that uh, we played some sound bites from their head coach? Because uh, I asked him about going on the road and playing all these tough teams, because their schedule was just ridiculous. Like, yeah, I do remember at that. OU, at Texas, at LSU, at everyone. And he was like, young. He he said, "Listen, my guys sign up to go give their lives for this country. You think they're scared to play a game in Norman, Oklahoma? <laughs> I mean, that's not an exact quote. That's basically what he said. He's like." My guys have signed up for something different. They're not too worried about playing a road game in Baton Rouge. Anyway, back to the point. It'll be interesting to see 
how he lines up the pitching for that since the toughest game of the weekend is the last game of the weekend, on paper anyway. Well, that first 10 days is a lot of baseball because they play those four straight, have one day off, play Wednesday, one day off, and then go back into a three-game series again. So there's a lot of baseball yeah, in those first Wednesday 10 days. Yeah, that Wednesday game is in Arlington. Mm-hmm. Get to go down to uh, your place again. Abilene Christian down there. Oh, it's almost here. It is almost here. I think I think they'll I mean we can ask Skip if we get him on tomorrow, but I think you want to establish here's my Friday guy, here's my Saturday guy, here's my Sunday guy, and feel like you're deep enough that when you get to Monday, um, you know, you're still fine against Air Force. I'm sure they've got three games before that too, so let me see if uh, I'll pull up the Air Force baseball schedule. You've taken me down a Probably uh, running through Texas through all the schools you just mentioned and then end up at OU on Monday. Yeah, I'm going to guess they are on the road against a good team. That's what you're saying. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, let me know if we got any more texts here. But first, let me see who Air Force opens with. Air Force opens with, oh, Army. They play Army at the depot in Cleburne, Texas. Cleburne, Texas? What's that? It's, I mean, I know where Cleburne is, and I say it like that because I'm guessing it's just like anywhere else in the DFW Metroplex, and it's exploded, and it's like the Cleburne that I know was just a, uh, there was nothing there, I mean. But I'm sure it, the Metroplex has grown out into Cleburne okay. and Burleson the, and all that area out there. The, so, The depot is the home of the Cleburne Railroaders, which is a baseball team. Huh. Um, I had not heard of the Cleburne, uh, Cleburne Railroaders. I'm trying to see who they are associated with. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool little ballpark there in Cleburne. Huh. Um, like I've played little league games in Cleburne, like that's what I know it for, and it was just a small town. Like cause that's now well, I haven't been out in that area didn't, in three decades. You didn't play so. at the depot, right? No, it's I nice. mean, no. <laughs> I've got a recipe um, here for you uh, while you're looking that up. Cleburne Railroaders are in the, the Independent American Association. Um, there's also a soccer team that plays there. So they've landed Army and Air Force on the opening weekend of the baseball season there in Cleburne. So, yeah, they're going to play three games against Army and then head to Norman. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, this texter says, one pound spicy sausage, Got one it. block cream cheese, one can of Rotel, mark it down, it'll change your life. I would love for my life to be changed. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if they crock pot that. Uh, that's, I, I mean, I would take that as yeah, you throw it in the crock pot. And One block of cream cheese doesn't seem like enough. That's cream not that much. Yeah, that doesn't seem like even with the can of Rotel, it doesn't seem like that is would that, make oh, enough. Is that an individual service? <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the rest of my family? Yeah, because you make eat? queso, you use like a big block of Velveeta. Like a block of cream cheese isn't that big. Huh. I'm willing to try any dip. It I seems like see one a... pound of spicy sausage with a block of cream cheese, an overwhelmingly uh, lot. Uh, it's a big amount of sausage for one block of cream cheese. 
this is the kind of thing I follow on social media. I saw a reel the other day of a uh, uh, dip party that these people were hosting. <laughs> and everybody that came had to bring a dip. So there were like 20 different dips at this party. And I was like, that is heaven right there. I've started following some OU fan that's uh, now an influencer with the recipes. Pecan yeah. something. Oh, he's a oh golf yeah, yeah. Fan. I follow him. Yeah. He's a big OU golf fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's great. He's always making a lot of dips, and he's like, ooh, that's dang good. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's, he like runs the golf tournament out in um, well, Phoenix this weekend, Phoenix. right? Yeah. 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 Now we got to get that guy on the show. I, I like his stuff. Uh, 848. Chris Plank next. Yes, no. I haven't heard from him, but he's supposed to be. Yes. Live in Los Angeles, maybe. We'll be back. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland. TJ Perry and Chris Plank brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Now, the journey begins tonight for the OU softball team toward a three peat. And our guy will be on the call of every pitch the whole way. Chris Plank joins us live now. From La La Land. Good morning, Plank. Toby, as a matter of fact, things get underway here in Los Angeles at high noon. So uh, you got Duke versus Washington, Loyola Marymount versus Stanford. Uh, No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just the whole tournament since we're kind of involved with everything here. And then tonight at uh, 6 o'clock, we get to play Sid Romero's Duke Blue Devils and then Dot Richardson's Liberty Flames. So I'm 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 really pumped, man. I'm really I'm really excited. And who's starting tonight? You know who's in the circle tonight? Do you think? Uh, Jordy Ball. Jordy Ball. Game two. And um, here, here's here's my here's my thought of what's going to happen. Jordy Ball will pitch against Duke, and Nicole May will pitch against Liberty. Um, but I think there's a really good chance that you see Alex Storacco. Um, quite a bit tonight, and I think there's a really good chance you're going to see uh, some Kirsten Deal. But you know, you were talking. Uh, She's about the real this the deal. Day. You can use she that is if the you real want. deal. Yeah. She, uh, it, it's she it's wild be dealing. De- I, I like it. I like it. Um, here, here's the thing to me. I am so. Everyone knows this team, right? There's there's 12 returning players. You know, Jocelyn Allo graduates, but. You know, Yari Jennings, and you know Jada Coleman, and you know you've seen Kinsey Hansen, even though she's not here with us on this trip. Um, there's there's a lot of awesome on this team, but Tiro, um, outside of 2016, my first year, whenever I didn't know anyone, I don't know anybody. There, everyone is new. This this was one of those moments whenever we got uh, off the plane and kind of met the other traveling crew. I was like, I don't. I don't know who half these people are. So it is, and I'm not talking about players. Um, I'm talking about, like, there's a new strength coach. There's a new volunteer assistant. There's two new grad assistants. There's a new equipment guy. 
Um, they're they're traveling a new uh, director of player development. So it's like <laughs> it's it's there's one returning member of the staff from last year, and it's Mara Kennedy, the the, the athletic trainer. So it's just. It's it's a it's a lot of new, and I'm real intrigued beyond just like we talk about the four newcomers and the four freshmen, the returning guys. But you know, it's just it's crazy to think beyond you know Patty JT and, and Jen Rocha. You know, Josie always says it takes a village, right? And there's a there's a good number of staff people and outside of your three coaches. It's 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 all new for support staff. So I'm a uh, I'm intrigued to watch how all that meshes together. The question in the circle tonight is deal or no deal. Are you you. writing these down, Chris? Are you writing these down? (laughs) I'm taking notes as we speak. Calm down, Jim Nance. Professional broadcasting right here, Teach. I can't wait. Uh, Now, question. Tiara Jennings, will she still be in the leadoff spot? Or because no Jossie, do you move her down into like a three or four hole? Well, in her and and, and Jada, you know, they – Jada hit leadoff a lot last year, and and, and Tiari would be what three and I, I just I don't think the way Coach Gasso is talking about Jada Coleman, she talks about her as a four hole hitter, right? Talking about how she's hit with power and everything now. So uh, if I, I haven't like tried to venture a guess, and whenever I was on the uh, whenever I was we we flew an LA direct flight, Toby, I had a whole row to myself. It was heavenly. Wow. It was the greatest flight I've ever had in my life. Unheard um, of. Right. And so we were. All, everyone was pretty much more worried about me and if I was going to be okay freaking out on the flight because it was very bumpy, and I'm not going to lie. I don't remember anything. I had that whole row, and I was out. Um, but I, I, I'm real intrigued to see what that looks like, right, um, the lineup-wise, because in my mind I think you have, like, the ultimate cleanup hitter in T.R.A. Jennings, but then again you also have the ultimate cleanup hitter in – uh, Kinsey Hansen, and you have filtered you know, cleanup hitter in Sydney Sanders, and uh, you know Grace Lyons was a really good cleanup hitter when they used her there. So if I'm venturing a guess right now, Toby, I would say Jada Coleman leads off, Grace Lyons hits second, Yara Jennings three, and Sydney Sanders four. That's my no guess. No Kinsey Hansen, you said not on the trip, not on the trip, no, not on the trip. Right, on the, but she'll be back. She'll be back if, if not next week, then definitely by Palm Springs. I can't wait. Here we go. Softball season is here. Chris, coming your way live from L.A. next. Chris, good luck tonight. Have a great call, buddy. Thanks, Toby. I appreciate you, man. Thanks to you fine folks for listening and really putting up with my therapy session today. It was a lot to ask. I appreciate it very much. TJ, just send me the bill. Have a great Thursday, everybody.